Do we need a shot glass? It's upstairs and we just estimate. Okay. We'll take a swig. Swig, swig. Alright, you are clapping ready. There's no need to clap. Mic check, check, check. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, so let's start here. We can welcome back our audience. Thank you for joining us once again on the With Friends Like These podcast. Our guest today is Tony. Hey. Thank you for joining us, Tony. Tony! Tony! Um, so you can give us a little bit of an introduction of yourself if you want. Um, I'll just introduce our theme quickly, which is planning. Yes. Yeah, so I am Tony. I am the origin of all friend groups everywhere. I mm. have planned things from the dawn of time. And then when the little friend group was done, they plan for themselves now. A little cockily sometimes. But, you know, we can get to that when we get to that. Is there anything you want me to say specifically? No, I mean, no, we've just kind of given free agency to our guests to introduce themselves however they like. That's Whatever cool. you think is important to share with our audience uh, is good yeah, enough for me. Maybe to tie things together, dating Cheryl. Sure. Just so, so that it adds some more connections there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheryl being on the podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah. We've, we've since moved um, away from where everyone else lives. I've uh, lived in a different city. Well, now two different cities. They know that we live years. in Toronto. Um, so you can say you can so say I live in I live in not Toronto for five years. Lives in not Toronto. So that complicates some things sometimes when it comes to planning. Mm-hmm. But you know, I visit and then we do things. True. Yeah. Before we get too much further into it, um, we should note our on our last podcast we forgot to mention what we were drinking and right. what we were eating, which was very special, and we're very sad we didn't mention right. it. Right, so we had... So let's give you a recap. With what, Evelyn. With Evelyn, yeah. Uh, because Evelyn was from the country, I wanted to make her the food of her people. Well, actually, she was from Maine, so that means seafood. I thought that was toilet made... water with what you were asking. Well, I mean... Maine lobster is famous. So we made some seafood. fish cakes, which is... Uh, I think we had some haddock mixed with... Uh, Potato. Potato. It was so good. Some some garlic. And, and there was a garlic sauce. Yeah. And a so uh, and a little parsley. Maybe a little bit of lemon juice on top. Mm-hmm. With uh, asparagus and Brussels sprouts. That's so that right. Was, uh, and then we also had some Mountain Dew mixed drinks. Mm-hmm. So we did a Mountain Dew with peach snops drink. We did a Mountain Dew with vodka and... Lemon juice? Oh, no, we did a vodka. Cider? And then we did a uh, pineapple melon, pineapple coconut juice with... Oh, with, yes. Uh, the Mountain Dew? Yes. Uh, it was interesting. They I were... would say the best mixed drinks I've ever had, but they definitely were... better than I expected them to be, honestly. Yeah, me too. When I was first pitched them, I, I, doubt, I had some doubts. There were some tangents. They were... <laughs> they were fine though. Yeah, no, they were fine. Very drinkable. And then today we uh, were kind of lazy. I gotta say we melded in on the drink side of things. Yeah. yeah. Mainly because of the location. And the food side. What, 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 what am I having for dinner? I want some like fish and potatoes and stuff. Well, um, yeah, it's also not around dinner time, so then we didn't do it for dinner. Uh-huh. But it's around drinking time. I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. to start my episode. You guys just talked about the amazing things you did last episode. Yes. And here I'm drinking the beer I brought. 
you know, and that's yeah. with well, no food. I don't know if we want to like fully well, talk maybe. about it, but tonight we have some festivities with the fun group where we're having a nice big party. We can talk. I think we'll reference it a lot as an example of what we'll talk about today. Okay. So we maybe no, we don't have to go so into only, it right only, now. Only follow the itinerary then. Good planning. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but we did want to mention what we were drinking last time because it was a shame we didn't bring it up. Um, yeah. So this we're time we're being kind of kind of, oh, boring. kind of basic white girls because yeah. I'm drinking a white claw. Yeah, I mean, my have we ever mentioned gin bramble before? We must. I think have. you have, but I think it's a local brand. Oh. I don't think it's. I think it's like an Ontario local brand. Well, that's very sad. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, once again back to my blackberry gin bramble. Um, yeah, and what are you having, Tony? I don't know. It's a cider of some kind. I picked it up. It looked interesting. It's it looks called fruity. Tropical Storm uh, Daiquiri. I don't know how. Daiquiri. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. Daiquiri. 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 Or Daiquiri. <laughs> no, Daiquiri. Um, yeah, no, it looked cool. It tastes good. It tastes mm-hmm. very fruity. Mm-hmm. Probably more of a cider than a beer. Mmm. Maybe even a daiquiri. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Great. Great to know. So. Uh, well, funnily enough, with our theme being planning today, who plans our podcast, would you say, Jughead? Who is usually in charge of planning our podcasts? Uh, well, I don't want to get scolded mm-hmm. for overemphasizing my own role in it. What? Because that has gotten me in trouble before. But Nope. Never with the podcast. No, no with the what podcast. What about my contributions? Literally never with the podcast. Uh, uh, lovely contributions from, I almost said your name, Tony. Uh, no, uh, I usually like started in motion. You know, it's relatively easy to plan because it's free people. Um, and, you know, when I, I usually write out the itinerary mm-hmm. or whatever. A little outline. And that's why this podcast is special because it's a Veronica podcast. Yeah, so that's ironically tonight on the episode about planning, it's Veronica's turn to plan the podcast. But if you want the spicy thing, um, Veronica was told a different theme than I was. Well, I knew the true theme. Yeah. So I knew the true theme, and I think uh, Jughead knew the true theme. We knew that we would talk about this, but it seems like our guest was not told what the theme would be. No, in fact, I was actually lied to. With or intentionally yeah. or accidentally, maybe that's just poor planning. Do you want to start with that? <laughs> Jughead's poor planning tendencies. So you should have, yeah. I guess I didn't realize. So I planned the outline of this podcast, but I didn't realize that I needed to plan like with our guest. Yeah. I thought he knew. Don't don't. But I should have. Lesson maybe number I should one: have confirmed. If you want to do it right, you do it yourself. Never trust Ooh. Jughead. Uh oh. <laughs> That's not what I said. But I did think that we knew, to be honest. I just didn't think about it. I didn't think that we might have conflicting topics. Um, I'll take the L on that one. It was a breakdown in communication. Mm -hmm. And that often is the main leader to poor planning. Yeah. Or poor outcomes Mm -hmm. in events. I'm sure you would know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll go go a little easier. No, no. Pissy mode activated. It's fine. Yeah, we actually haven't had a pissy. Yeah, look. I was gonna say we're usually pretty wholesome. <laughs> mm, that's a wait. What? what did he he, he said half his. He said half his name. We already, oh really? We already he he know, caught himself. We already know my name starts with L. That has been Hey-o. revealed in the podcast already. 
Luckily, you will never guess it. But... Yes, Hangman. Well, I, I feel like if somebody really meticulously studied our podcast, they could kind of guess it. I mean, I can guess it. You've made a joke sometimes when I say a certain word <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it, but, you know, we don't know. I mean, you won't be able to really guess it, but you could come close. Anyways, so the reason Tony is our guest today is because, and I think we mentioned this, did we mention this on episode one? No, actually no. This was episode zero. Right. The hidden uh, episode. The, the hidden uh, episode. The hidden episode. Um, how once upon a time, dating back to, you know, I don't know, uh, earlier in the history of the friend group, Tony used to be more of a leadership figure in the friend group, in charge of a lot of planning, getting mm-hmm. us together. Um, and now that's kind of more fallen onto Jughead. And so we have kind of the two little expert leaders, uh, expert planners here, um, to talk to us about planning. Yeah. Although it's been quite a while since I've led anything. Like, I've been out of the city for like five years. And yeah. That's kind of, yeah. You're more of the veteran. But I, I would also add to that, he, he went from leader and planner to kind of uh, agent of chaos a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We and you fully embrace that. You know, I still, oh yeah, yeah. I needle you most like half our interactions, as I'm sure the podcast will attest to. We will get grumpy. Jughead. You will hit oh. the questions. Oh! Give me the. Let's go. Can I have a cup? Yeah. There you go. Uh. Uh oh. Yeah, and honestly, grumpy at guys. times I've tried to play that role where I've recused myself and go, I'm not planning, and then I can't help it. A little planning yeah. tendrils. Like when we were visiting you once in your city, and I accused myself and said, I'm not planning anything this weekend. And I, I, I physically can't help myself. I have to, I have to be nosy and, and give suggestions and be yeah. like, well, we should eat here. Well, this See, is the but best. But the worst one. part is, he's not the planner, but if you don't take his suggestion, he's not super happy about it. <laughs> Uh, it's not always sometimes if there's like a better alternative he'll do it but if he's not happy or if there's a little or with like a lot of confusion because people are being indecisive we'll get a little well I said this yeah well I said <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we just go here that sounds like the best option exactly I mean let's just do it okay question for you both what are some of the benefits of being the lead planner of a friend group? We always seem to walk to my house when we're ending the... That was a, that was a special talent you had, I think. I really enjoyed I've it. I've never walked to my house at the end of a planning event. Well, you, you should try it. I just, <laughs> you know, we'd kind of like eat a meal and then like people you don't want to digest. We do a little walk and then we wind up at my house and I say goodbye and then people go home. <laughs> it's very convenient. Uh, but it also helps that like my house is very like in the downtown core, mm-hmm. kind right. of, or where I used to live out the main more. Yeah. yeah, so like you know, there's a lot of things happening in that area, so I can kind of abuse that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. it was nice. I mean, okay. similar so selfish interest. Yeah. I like it. There, I can curate stuff that I enjoy to do. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm planning something, or if I'm like creating a game for the friend group, or like, like some activities or something. Mm-hmm. It's always something I would enjoy. Yeah. Right. No, I get Because that. that's what makes me excited to plan it and make it. If I didn't enjoy it, then I wouldn't Why would do you it. Plan yeah. it. The other side effect, which like we might touch on later, is that like I always invite people I want to see. 
So, like, if there's someone I'm not super close to or don't want to be closer with, well, that's okay. They're not coming to what I plan. That's my thing. You know, we're like, you know, when I do stuff that Jug like does, like, he likes both the people I like, so it's not a big issue. But there is a risk of, like, he invites people I don't like as much or I'm not as close to. Mm. Which, you know, depending on how you look at it, is good or bad, if it's people close or not. Yeah, it depends. Although, like, often group. Maybe other things are like this. It's kind of there are defined lists of people for certain events. Mm-hmm. So I f- rarely am actually curating an invite list. Yeah. I, Usually it's like this event. These are the people that would just logically be invited. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like natural. It's not. I like mean, I'm, it's not a big issue in, like at the moment, but mm-hmm. more like you know when I just left or like the very like beginning, mm-hmm. like there was people who I liked less or liked more or knew less and better, and I got to choose who's coming. That's that's. I can't, you can't say that's not an advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, definitely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we cover most of the benefits. Like, uh, and, yeah, depending on whether you like hosting and not to yeah, I will step st- on the future podcast toes a little bit, uh, one we have coming up with mm-hmm. well, uh, Gecko. Soon to be recorded. I will, I will say the negative thing, though, of curating is that people do come to you. Like, like, for example, let's take the, like, inverse of choosing the people. Mm-hmm. If someone's not invited, mm-hmm. like, if you're the known organizer, mm-hmm. like, it's you not inviting them, and they might not be happy with that. Or they might go, why not me? And then sometimes an innocent, like, oh, I didn't know you were free, or I didn't know you were in the city. But sometimes, you know, they take it personally, and then right. you have to deal with that. And if you're just an invitee, you can just, like, you have the out of just, like, well, I didn't organize it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that kind of yeah. uh, ties into my second question of the drawbacks, yeah. for sure. Being the organizer and mm-hmm. leaving somebody out, it yeah. definitely kind of falls on you. Yeah, I guess upset feelings. The main thing I have a problem with is, or like the downsides I see from planning is, I do feel responsible for how it goes. Yeah, and I think a little bit. Like, obviously, certain stuff might happen like that out of my control. Like, let's say. I plan like a party night and then someone gets way too drunk and vomits everywhere and ruins like the, the mood. That's not, I don't actually feel bad about that because unless I actively invited someone who I knew would do that, like that's not on me, right? That's someone or if individual's you encourage act. them to drink, drink, drink. Unless you're I the hand that gives the alcohol. But I meant more like if people don't like a game that I planned or like the vibe is off or like it's just then you feel a little responsible so you, you're kind of more invested in something going well yeah although it might also have a play like which eras if you so will we like or we're organizers for because like a lot of like the drawbacks I recall doing um, was basically a lot of like I didn't care how the thing went because I remember we were it was mostly coming up with things to do um, but when I was like leading or organizing most of the stuff it was very like a formative time, so like like what as I said earlier, like it wasn't clear who comes to what when I organize stuff. Like if I wanted to like I organize a video that. game thing, well, there's five people who clearly play video games, and there's three people, and there's five people who semi play games. Right. So you had to make the calls, and I had to. I remember I had to make a lot of calls of who was there, who was invited, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm because, but because it was always like a, we'll just try this out kind of thing. Like we haven't found any strides. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more leeway on like. If you can't come too bad because there's someone else to play your thing, uh, fill your spot, or like if it, we're just trying this out, it might turn out to be shit. Mm-hmm. You know, come with a grain of salt. And like, I think you had a benefit of when you were doing a lot of the organization stuff. There's a lot of trends already like set, right? Yeah, so it's mostly making sure those trends either iterate and improve, or 
you know, stay just the stay the same. And like, but basically, like, you're mostly keeping things. Like, not to say that you yeah. don't do That's anything. That's kind of a good point, actually. Because mm-hmm. you're like, you are very like innovative in that sense. But more just like, you have something to work off of. Well, yeah. like, I remember yeah. when I first worked at it, I just invited 10 people over of like, this might go south, it might go, you know, great. Well, also, like, an emerging issue is that most of the time, up until now, we've all been living at home mm-hmm. in certain, like, different levels. Some, some of us moved away from university and stuff. But, like, in terms of hosting stuff, in the planning phase, we've had, like, bigger venues. Whether it's, like, at Gecko's, he hosts a lot. So it's often not, like, a numbers issue. But then, like, I've noticed more recently, like, as more people move out, then we actually have more of a numbers crunch. Because people are moving out. Guess what? Toronto's expensive. They're moving out into, like, condos or, like, smaller places. They can't accommodate, like, a large number of people. Even my own place, my, like, where I live in an apartment... Like, I can't... I put, like, a hard limit of a six on it. Like, I can't do a bigger thing because it's just yeah. too crowded. COVID doesn't help either with external venues. Yeah, yeah. And then external... So, like, it has made it a bit more tough, like, number... Where it's, like... Previously, you could do, like, all 12 of, like, the core, what I would call the friend group people. Like, no no problem. You can host it. Like, whatever. But now... Now it gets tougher when you have to feel like you have to, like, crunch certain numbers and... Yeah. And like exclude people when we're all so close now that like if you exclude someone it feels well I guess so like I mean it can feel personal it doesn't have to be if you can like give a good explanation right but yeah well usually it's just like people aren't like the line usually is that if you can give a reasoning it's fine they'll take it well but if you go like I wanted this person over this person it usually doesn't go well and that even extends to like Sometimes when I was hosting smaller stuff, I would rotate people, and it just kind of felt like people would be offended that they weren't rotated in as often or whatever, and, like, people were, like, choosing favorites. And really, it's just, like, you know, who responds fastest, low-key. Like, um, mm-hmm. but, like, people had, like, minor issues with that. Mostly because it was, like, an eight-person thing, and there was 13 people who wanted to come, and, you know, some people had more freer schedules than others. Yeah. But. Yeah. I guess... Even though I said I feel responsible for how a thing goes, I think the fear of excluding or making someone feel excluded is probably the mo- biggest potential yeah, downside would, from planning something. I would think so. And um, taking responsibility for that. I think I've cared less about that as I've gotten older because I think I've just kind of accepted that, like, you're not going to be invited to any, everything. And I kind of, like, just expect people to have at least some base level understanding. I know it sucks. I'm not saying they have to, like, enjoy not being invited. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, if I invite three people up to, like, my house in another city, like, you know, I'm going to want to talk about it. And if they want, if other people want to come or be invited, they can bring it up with me and we can talk about it. But, like, people need to, like, show that, at least with the lot of stuff I plan, which is typically more, like, of a commitment thing. Like, you can't just left field, why am I not invited to it? So yeah. I guess that's kind of, like, shaped my career. Yeah. But even during COVID, there were certain things where we came and visited you in a different city. And then it was like a weird line of like, we don't want to feel like we're hiding things from people. But even at that stage of COVID and then the numbers and like where people were at, like the cost of travel, like legitimately like most of the people we could have invited probably would have said no. Would have said no anyways. Right? So it's like only this little like group of us, like five of us that they could actually work for. But then you... You have a weird, like, dichotomy of, like, do we tell people to be transparent, but then they have FOMO, or, but, do, right. or do you not tell anyone, and then there's no, 
FOMO, but then, but then if they find like out, then you yeah, feel like you're being you're you're hiding, hiding something. something. And yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying, at least for me, because I live in a different city, I've kind of landed in the always be transparent thing. And if they feel FOMO, as long as it's not like you're not inviting them because you're choosing someone else over, it's fine. Like, you know, I can't invite um, Gecko to my apartment because I have cats and Gecko dies to cats. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I just don't care with him. But, yeah. like, and like, a lot of other people don't even, like, broach coming up. So I'll just tell them that, hey, people are coming up. Even partially as advertisement, low-key. But also partially because, like, they've never made any motions. So if they want to be invited, they have to give some, like, signaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I remember one of the first times that we went up there, I was very worried about... And like, turned, not that worried. I remember you were mad because I just told people. You know, like, well, because we said we wouldn't, but then you did. Right. You did tell me. We kind of made, like, little we like, white lies about where we were. Yeah. Right? And so then just, you were... So then no I was like, okay, we it's fine if we're being transparent, but then we shouldn't, some of us, be and then the other one. Like, you shouldn't give us away. But, yeah, I agree. I think I would like it to always be transparent. Because it makes like I just yeah. I don't know like I don't, like, don't want to secrets come out eventually and yeah. I mean the first time we fully hit it I think the first time was fully hidden. Well, um, no one tells me this stuff, and I'm very transparent. So <laughs> at yeah, least from yeah. what I remember, like the first time I was worried about it not being hidden, especially because we play every day. So it's like, what good reason do I have to not play and you also not play at the same time? Like. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of weird, but it actually was fully hidden that first time. Um, but then the second time, there's no way. Like, there's no way I could have hit. Like, by then, we were already playing every day, like, mm-hmm. Valorant together. But, like, the second time, it's like, we play, it's just not even feasible. Like, well, I remember the first time you came up, you were just playing Valorant on my computer because you didn't have access to it. Or, sorry, no, the, the, you're right. That's the second time. The, I'm talking about the third time. Yeah. You're right. That was the second time in the first city you lived in. You but then in up, this new you city. You came up and you were like, is it okay if I play? I'm just going to be playing alone in my room. Yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> talking. Like, you're right. Sorry. It was the second time in the other city. And then the I'm talking about the, the third time, time with Cheryl yeah. for Cheryl's birthday. There was no hiding that. So I didn't even try. Like, I fully, I fully yes. said where yeah. I was going. I think it was one of those cases, too, again, though, like, it's tough because people would have might have FOMO, but they wouldn't have come he, even if they yeah. were invited. The person right? I told he wouldn't have come. It was Gecko. Yeah. He wouldn't have. He can't come. He can't come. He'll just die. Yeah. He can't come. He wouldn't have come. Yeah. Although from the like, I always say victim's perspective. It's not the victim. It's the <laughs> the like the non-invitee. Like I definitely suffer from a lot of FOMO, but I do think the way I cope the best is if I'm told. Yeah. That something was happening. I can understand yeah. that. Um, because it's just, it's, that's showing to me that there's a reason, but it's not because it's like, ooh, we don't like him, or he's going to yeah. add a bad vibe. It's just like, there's four I'm invited people. to a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's a time mm-hmm. to take a sit out on the bench. Yeah. Or like, yeah. there's some other logical reason think, right. for why just another person it. makes more sense. I think sense. also a lot of people who have FOMO have this, like, insecurity that they're not, like, people don't like them as much as they let on, or, like, they're a little more insecure in their friendships. Like, not even, like, justifiably, just as they, like, you know... Yeah, for me, it's more, like, if I'm not invited to something that I found out about it, and it was hidden from me, it's... I guess it's the fear that I'm declining in in the friend group's eyes, or, like, that person's hosting eyes. Like, I just don't want... And if they're honest with me and telling me, then I don't feel that as much. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just think, like, not, like... I think there's, like... I'm not saying, like, a specific insecurity is based on hiding this stuff. I think just a large amount of social insecurities are based on, like, I'm not popular anymore, like you were saying... 
I'm not like liked. They don't like me as much as they let on. Like, yeah. People are being a little two-faced. And I think by being upfront about stuff like constantly, like, like I think a lot of insecurities are, I guess what I'm trying to say is they're put on when there's a lack of communication and you don't feel like you can trust what you're sensing. Mm. Yeah. So just don't, don't hide it and people will be better for it. Yeah. I mean, we've also grown to be yeah. better. You know, when yeah, you're young, you don't, you know, but, you're learning. And we're also a lot more secure in our friendships now than we would have yeah. been five years ago. Oh, yeah. for sure. And also just like, I have people who like, I only like in small doses, as I call them. I, I can spend an hour or two with them before I kind of get sick of them. And I think, I think the people who, know, who I, I am like that with know who they are. They're like, I like them, but they're not my favorite. Like, I'm not very... I just think it's important to kind of be a little transparent with like your boundaries because people like good communication is good boundaries. That's why we're keeping this podcast under two hours. So Tony doesn't get sick of us and run. <laughs> well, unfortunately for him, he may be in for a few more hours after that. Yeah, we might trap him. Um, but to move on to my third question, what, are some, what do you guys think are some of the different styles of planning? If we had to... To think about the types of planners out there. Uh, well, I'll start with my own, which mm-hmm. is I That's, would yeah. I would term sub question. Which ones are you? I think I'm gonna use manage the business management speak, but Ooh. one is conciliatory, mm-hmm. um, and then there's top down, mm-hmm. and then bottom up. Authoritarian. I, I want would... I want a different way. I, I think about more management, like how micromanagement. I think you're a high management level. Like you love to manage a lot of things, and you know you know who's coming. You know you'll cater it to who everyone. That's true. And there's me who's middle management, who's like, here's the time, here's the date. Please talk to me if you can't come. We'll see what we can work, but I'm not really moving it for you. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Gecko, which is low management, which is here's a time, here's a place. I'm gonna post two messages in two different discords. If you want to know who's coming. I don't know. I can't help you. <laughs> I don't know. I, also, there's no start time. Just come whenever. Right. And it's like... Well, yeah. there's like a time. Nope, there like was you, not a time. No, I, there was. There's a time that you can't come before. But yes. like any time after that is fine. Right. But the time not before yeah. was like 10 a.m. <laughs> like it was not... Well, yeah. So, yeah. He did yeah. say that actually. I guess, <laughs> but, so then yeah. my description of the styles is more like the early planning phase. Mm-hmm. And what your description was like the late planning phase. Um, and like, yeah. How much is set up when it like right yeah, as it happens? Yeah, but mine is more like in the conception of the idea. I'll be like conciliatory. Would be like I reach out to four or five different people. Go like, is this something you're interested in doing? Like approval. Like what would you like? What day works best? And like you kind of like form a consensus from like talking to five people, mm-hmm. and then top down is just you don't talk to anybody you just create the event and you're like if you can come you can come which is kind of like yeah, what that's you right and then bottom up would just be uh, fuck, I don't you, I don't think you can even it's pretty hard to do it's just chaos basically of it's like, just like I want to host something come it up with it for me I don't know I don't know what bottom up would be, yeah, be. I don't know what that would mean um, uh, bottom I'm beginning up. No, the exact actually, business no, that's bottom up What's your name again in this? Oh, Veronica? Veronica. <laughs> Veronica. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Veronica's, yeah. Hey, this Veronica, is my house. Veronica's planning is bottom up because what she she doesn't plan things. She goes, Jughead, plan something. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Kind of. 
I but, mean, but you're not the only one. There's a few. To people be honest, I do that very rarely though, because yeah, yeah. I never have an idea of what to do. But that's, that's I guess bottom like, up. I don't example. really. I actually wouldn't say that I do that. I would say I say like if I want to hang out, like if I wanted. Well, no, I actually don't really feel like I do that because okay, there's always something planned. <laughs> like I never feel like there's nothing planned, and I want to do something, so then I want. There are there's I a few people out. I know who their way of planning things is just stir people who plan. I think I, mean, I, I did, did this that once, once with for Dylan's. for Dylan's party. Yes, yes. that's true. Because I was like, I can, you know, I want to try out this party room or whatever, and I can do that. Yeah, but there's never like a, there's usually never like a lull in our plans that I feel like I'm like, oh, I want to do something. By then, you already would have wanted to do something or somebody else. Yeah, so well, it never I guess really falls I guess me. my example of bottom up would be I do have a f- group of like masters friends, mm-hmm. and it will be like in the in our group chat will be like. It's been a while since we've seen each other. We should hang out. Mm. That's bottom up. It's someone phoning yeah. out and they're like, "Yeah, let's hang out." And then I see everyone send a message saying they want to hang out. They go, "Okay, well, I'll start planning now." Yeah, that's that's what, I was, like, that's what I was trying to say is like bottom like up. Like the group like, shows a need for something to be planned, right. and then someone comes in and plans right. it. Right? I guess I'm saying as a group, our group, we barely ever get to that point. Right. Yeah, but that's yeah. whereas like that's not conciliatory. That's what I mean. Conciliatory is I want something to happen. But I'm going to talk to as many people as possible yeah. before I start planning. Like, right? like I find, uh, like for example, Pop does that a lot to me. Where it'll kind of be like, I want to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. I'd be like, okay, here's a time and place. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you remember who that is? I do. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it's so, and that's, he's not the only one. But it's just like, yeah. it's more people than the group in this one because there's things happening constantly. But I've definitely been in some groups where it's just like... No, yeah, definitely. By oh, yeah, I mean, Bottom Up has annoyed me at certain times because people felt like, oh, it's been so long. And then I get to the planning phase where I'm like, okay, I'll make this happen. And everyone's just super difficult and like schedule-filled. And it's like, like if you're going to say... I just think it's better etiquette if you're going to say you want something to happen to be like, I'm free like this day, this day. Like yeah. give, give give me the full leeway. timeline of when you want right. it to happen and when you're free. I can do the details, but like don't wait for me to start throwing out days and then you saying no to them as I'm yeah. trying to like make it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've just learned with those kinds of people, like the only way you ever get them is if you kind of treat them like a date, the date rule of like plan a thing last time you've seen them kind of thing. Otherwise it's going to be impossible to do the next one. I do like that idea. Yeah. Tony has always mentioned that. I, I generally like that. It's a good idea if you have regularity. Yeah, yeah, but, also but like some I think are, with certain people, they would want longer than they'd be willing yeah. to set down. But yeah, it's more just like some people are very bad texters. Like I'm not the best either, which is probably why I do I'm that a lot. But just like some people, it's like impossible to organize on their phone because they just they just have so long between responses. They'll be like, well, you'll be like, what days are you free? Wednesday, and then. Like what time? And then it's a day later, yeah. and now it's Monday, and it's like you're playing like, correspondence. I can do any chess. time you want. I'm like it's six p.m. the day Tuesday. It's like, and then what? Actually, I should do is just the Wednesday I saw them be like same time next week. Message me if you can't make it, and that's not then. Yeah, yeah. And then but and yeah, and then you always do the ping the morning of of like, are you still? Are good? you still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they cancel, then that's another opportunity to reorganize something right then, right there, because that's they're canceling on you. Yeah. But also something I've had to get better at because I default to planning mode so much that with, like, newer friends, I'm not talking about, like, in the friend group because we know each other so well. I'm happy. We've put in the time that I'm happy to plan something because of, I, I get so much out of the friend group. But, like, making newer friends, I get into that mode and it sets a norm within that friendship and then realizing, like, 
it is really exhausting when you're trying to start a friendship or like a new friend group yeah. and you're constantly like the one that they rely on right in the effort and it's like yeah it's just a little exhausting especially as someone who's like i brought up that like i'm self-conscious and i like analyze a lot of social yeah. like you don't necessarily that early in a friendship gain like the confidence that they value you because mm-hmm. you're the one making it happen all the time yeah. right so it's like a weird yeah. It's like an awkward balance to try to ride. I only feel that energy drain when they're being explicitly difficult to plan or they're not valuing my time. And explicitly that latter part really triggers me. It's like, you know, if they're coming half an hour late to something planned, I, that really gets under my skin. Uh-oh. Um, Jughead. No, this one's five. Four minutes late. Veronica. <laughs> well, he didn't know. I told him. No, oh. I, I, I messaged you when I was... Chadwick Gecko. <laughs> Ready. Um, my I phone, did try my, to tell My phone's my photos out of power. He... Oh, I've, Wait. Yeah, pour me again. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> pour me again. It's over my you, asshole. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I, I want to finish the point before I capitalize on my mistake. Veronica, do you have to do anything? I mean... A little taste? Sure. Is it... Oh, well, I don't... Is there a cup for me? Yeah. But can you do very little? Um, I didn't even say it. Again, I, only, I only find it like... Basically, I only find it draining. Like, I'm used to most people, um, like, me having to plan for most people. Like, I'm back in the city this week, and I literally planned ten things in a row, and I was the only one planning them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that I got, I'm used to that because, like, I don't expect people to plan for things when I'm not in the city. And so when I'm in the city, I have to, like, you know, capitalize on it. Yeah. Well, you're right. also, well, just you're trying also to the make... one that knows the yeah, days. Exactly. And, like... But you're trying to make this day as efficient as possible. Yeah, but even before that, and even for, like, online stuff, I don't mind being, like, the one to organize everything. Especially because, like, uh, this is not really the thing, but I, I strongly believe in the friend cap, and I have reached it, if not exceeded it, where I'm having a hard time, like, consistently talking to everyone I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gives me that control, like, being able to see everyone and see people consistently. But, like, if you're being difficult to work on, it's just so much more of a hassle, and then I just don't want... Like, you can work. If you want to see me, you can make it work, because you're just being a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's but fair. I do. I don't find it draining because I like that control of who I get to see everyone somewhat regularly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are personality types that are more suited to planning? Any specific traits? Like obviously leadership is one, but anything mm-hmm. else like patience, perhaps. Indecision is a big one for me. No, because... I mean, dis- well, it would be decisiveness. Or decisive for if, whatever. For people, like, I'm if saying people are decisive. Are good at. Are bad. Are bad at planning. Indecisive is bad at planning because like. Especially, or people who really need to cater to everybody. Oh, oh wait, sorry. Okay, so I'm asking for what would make you a good planner. Oh, okay, then this is so, decide some, decide yeah, some whatever. Is. That's Got the it. inverse. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But, like, right. I'm just saying, like, what gets my gear when other people are planning. Sorry, I've been talking a lot. I'll Jughead. Go after this. But, uh... That's fine. Pour me more. I haven't drank my last. Why did you not notice it? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to po- listen. I'm the police. I'm yeah. listening. But yeah, I feel like no, I, police. No, I, I, don't, I don't care too much. I'm like, I'm happy to get. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy that you're getting it too, but I don't like that it's going under the radar. Um, but yeah. Name police. What? <laughs> it's getting pretty hefty, that bud. I'll, Multiple I'll, sets. I'll, 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 while you're going, I'll, uh, I'll do a little chug chug. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, I think what irritates me about seeing things planned is like, I'm a very organized person. So when things are constantly being fucking moved and things and people mm-hmm. cannot settle on a date, partially because one person can't make it and they're like, oh, I, like, it's not like, like we all agree on a date. The one person goes, oh no, I can't make that date. And they're like, 
okay, let's move to the next day. And they're like, oh, well, I can actually make the original day now. Do we want to move it back? I hate that. I understand you're being accommodating, but just give me a date. See? I want, I'll He's be there. He's on my side. Like, can't always accommodate like, every little no. thing for every little one. That that's not what I do, to be no, fair. No, I'm, I'm not just you're, talking about you. I'm you're saying a, it's a general it's friend a, group thing that we do. We try to accommodate like every little right. thing. Right, no, I, I try to accommodate as much as I can in the conception phase. But once a date's set, then that's the date. Are you okay? It's not a shot glass. <laughs> it's... Uh, I just want to like... Ah, <laughs> glug, glug, glug. <laughs> just keep going. So something buzzed. Uh... I try, but like once a date set, then I don't want to move it or like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I'm trying like once the date's set, like I make time for it, I plan around it, and then sometimes like it'll get closer to the date, someone can't make it, and people will try to do like a last minute change. Yeah, and I hate that. Yeah, I was I, that well, was gonna be one of the questions. Well, I don't do that because I'm I'm such an extrovert that like I want to plan early in the week, like Monday or Tuesday, yeah. to know that I'm maximizing every weekend night yeah. I have, you know, like. I want to like be able to plan it out and like have it have it set so I can maximize my yeah. weekend. But like, just to drag Pop under the bus again because you know he's he's my enemy today. Um, he 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 does that a lot. <laughs> Poor Pop, he's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, but he does that a lot. Where he's really kind and he really yeah, wants definitely. to like plan with everyone. So if someone can't make it, he's like, oh, please, can we can we just move it a little for this person? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it definitely depends how much time in yeah. advance that's said with, but, yeah, like, yes, much, I agree. But... I agree, for sure. I agree. Yeah, I think... Hmm. Yeah, you definitely need decisiveness. Do you need patience? You definitely don't want patience. Do you need a lot of patience? Do you need a bit of selflessness? I would think so. You know, it has to, to make extent. you happy. Yeah. First and foremost. To, yeah, I mean, to I guess create an environment guess the, like this the for everybody. definition of selflessness, though, is, like... Because certain people, well, like, when you feel like you're getting when, something yeah, out of yeah, it, yeah, then it's Yeah, then but it's you not. know what I mean. Yeah. They know what I mean. No, but I truly... I am... When I've planned an event and it goes really well, like, I... I enjoy it more than my own personal experience at that party or something. Mm-hmm. I feel something more than well, that. Well, I think it's just yeah. a separate joy. It's like, you get the reward of you plan something well, and then you get the additional. Like, it's a thing on top right. of it. But you're you're also the planner, and like then you also become yeah. like a guest almost. Yeah, but you get the you get the two rewards. One, the external reward for the work you've done. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've done a good job. And then one, the internal reward of like, this is a fun event. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Hmm. But I, I think you also need different personality types for different mm-hmm. different types different of different types of events. Yeah, and, and different I think events. So. Uh, I you need to not have too much anxiety though, too. Yeah. Like I, I I get like I'm a bit anal in that like I'm like involved in everything, but I can't say I'm ever that actually anxious by it. Like I'm not that like emotionally invested in that like Well, I wouldn't say like it doesn't like affect, you know, like the mm-hmm. signs of anxiousness of like um you know, like all over the place, and I'm like, my mind's racing. You're or like, not, I'm you're not losing sleep if it goes wrong. Yeah, no. I mean, I might feel bad, but like, it's you need to have a certain level of like one thick skin and two like not anxiousness, or else you're gonna burn out. Mm-hmm. Or you can plan one thing a year, and then because there are certain hosts, and assuming like implying that they planned when they host, that get uh, so anxious by it that they don't enjoy the party itself. Right, they're too busy hosting the whole time. Yeah. And that takes away, and then it's just not going to be fun for you. So you, 
as much as I'm happy you hosted or planned something, you probably shouldn't do it if it makes you feel bad, mm-hmm. like, all the way planning up. Like, I, it makes me excited to plan a game or yep. to think of something. It doesn't give me dread or anxiety to do it, right? Right. And if it gives you those, you, I mean, it's just not. You probably shouldn't do we it. We might be slowly killing your fire, but hopefully... Hopefully not. This one much. took a little while out, right? A little bit. I, I kind of sense that this one was a tough one. But to give, to give a final answer to your thing, I think anyone can plan plan anything really. Yeah. It's just like how long do they do it? And also, like when I say the indecisiveness, I think the indecisiveness bothers me so much because mm-hmm. they're not planning at that point. They're kind of giving suggestions. The and the, yeah. someone has to have the final say at one point. And it's okay if you, and if you, if you outsource it, it yeah. starts getting to the point of like, you know, there's been cases where they're like, do we do this or this? And then they're waiting for an answer. No one really steps up. Yeah. And it kind of falls through. I mean, I kind of think it matters a lot what the event is. But if you're just yeah. doing really, really small things, um, I think that looser is better, to be yeah. honest. And you should only invest as much time as you do, Jughead, for things that are, like, bigger. You know? Worth Otherwise, it. I just don't think the little things are worth worrying about that. Not worrying, but like not Especially. worth, yeah, the effort as much. Because they can more easily be planned a little bit more on the spot. Like, I'm not saying day of. I'm not mm-hmm. saying like you don't even know who's coming. But I'm saying like a couple of days in advance. It doesn't need to be a huge thing. And like save that energy a little bit more for the things that are bigger that actually require planning. Like today. Yeah, I think you do bring up the point that the more like structured the event is or bigger, the mm-hmm. more planning should be involved. And yeah. Like, like decisiveness because it's also just like reward is bigger. Exactly. Yeah. I If you're yeah. spending the same level of effort or not effort in like making things, but like almost like emotional effort of like getting everybody together, like making sure everything's going fine, even for something really small that we do like every week or that we do like every few weeks, it's like, there's just no point. Like I, I think it drains you and I don't think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I think it's best to save your really good planning energy for I things. would generally agree. I think the thing I maybe get anal about in smaller things is making sure everything that needs to be brought or like mm-hmm. come with, like that that's pre-planned because even yeah. though it may be annoying to like bug someone to bring someone or like remind it, it does, it might, it saves potential time loss because like you get somewhere and you like decide to like make this thing or like have this mixed drink. It's like, oh, we forgot to bring this. And then it's the 20 minutes walking to the grocery store, picking up and bringing it back. Like that's, a lot more time than to spend texting someone make sure you have this beforehand or like making sure all of that is kind of planned and not spent spontaneous yeah no I agree yeah but in terms of when people arrive and stuff yeah it's probably not worth the stress of like making sure that people arrive by a certain time or yeah, they, yeah. You know. well I think it's just like comes down to like you need to if, if a plan hinges on a thing or a person it's probably worth making sure that that pans out. Yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah. If it's you, like, yeah. It's, you know, it's a choke point of the planning and management. But if it's not, who, who cares? Especially if it's a smaller, more casual thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So that's some actual advice, maybe for one of the first times on the podcast for our listeners. Decisiveness, patience, some selflessness, you know. And if, uh, and if it's not making you happy, If it's not it. making you happy, don't do it manage your anxiety yeah. um I, mean, yeah. I think a lot of it kind of also does like and this is again not the topic it's a tangent so it'll be quick but like i think just also like when you're a planner it's kind of you have to be hyper aware of who's putting in the work of the relationship 
Mm. Like, like if, if it's you're, true. If, like, I don't care if I put the late more work because I, I only put work if I'm going to get something out of it. But fair. But like, well, that's why I don't like. Like, I'm fine doing all the work. But like, it is. I know I have heard a lot of horror stories where people are like, "Yeah, I had to drop this person because like, even though we had a three year relationship, I would only message them." Yeah, then, you don't want a one sided. And, and once people think like that, especially like people who are a little like more socially insecure. Like, it really starts getting, like, do they even like me if they're not going to reach out? Is that just who yeah. they are? Like, it's kind of, like, it's a hard, hard line to, like, walk. And mm-hmm. some people, like, don't talk about it. So then it's left all to inference. And eventually the person who's doing all the work comes to a negative inference. Yeah. From at least what I've witnessed. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a tough situation, too. Because I feel like I can see it from both sides but you would have to be assuming kind of like the best of the person yeah. but if you're not communicating then like it's not yeah. you wouldn't always you know is, this like, is more for one-on-one stuff than like yeah no no things. i know i know but i'm just thinking like archie for example um is kind of like that where like he won't reach out but i know from being his um partner that he would want he would never say no to him yeah. like he would always want to he's just not kind of like the instigator of it no. so he can definitely be at fault for that of like having very one way in like mm-hmm. that he'll always be the person that is being reached out to and never yeah. reaching out but i know from i know that he it's not like he doesn't want yeah. to yeah but at the same so time it's tough. doing stuff with archie though other than sometimes slow react communication times on very texting slow. yeah He's Hiram never... would agree with this. Hiram has to text me to ask Archie. <laughs> he's never much of a hindrance in the plan, though. Like he's no, easy to plan. Not. Like he will like. He's never difficult. If you like, if we we play golf with him sometimes, so it's like golf this weekend, and it might be a slow reaction time, but it's like, yes. usually it's not a problem, and he's like, yes, yeah. right. It's not like yeah. he doesn't make an excuse and like doesn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like he's like it's hard to get him out. It's just. Yeah. Other than slow communication time. So you don't necessarily feel that there's not a lot of like time lost as a planner with someone like that. Yeah, but also it's like you throw it out, either they just don't answer or they answer and they probably can do it and make it and there's no like issue. Yeah. So it's like a low like cost um like throw out. Mm-hmm. So it you don't get that burden or like built up over time yeah. of exhaustion of in, like planning with them, yeah, because also, it's just one text, right? Is yeah. all it is, right? Yeah. But also, like people like Archie, kind of are like very explicit that they're not going to be organizers. Like, there's a few other people. We have actually a lot of people kind of like Archie in this friend group. Like, I mean, I, think, I like, openly Hermione, say that I'm like Archie. Hermione, yeah. Like people are a little more vocal about it. I don't join right? the calls. In my experience, in my experience, That's planning. This is actually the worst at people who are extroverted, like, but also bad planners, because. When someone seems like they have a lot of energy or like are very sociable, but they're not contacting you, you're contacting them. That's when, like in my experience, people mostly yeah. That's like a good I, point. I, I would say like you kind of touch on it, Veronica, but mm-hmm. you're very explicit that you don't organize, so it kind of like doesn't matter. But if you weren't as explicit on it, people mm-hmm. will kind of take your bubbly attitude and your sociability and your constant going out to be like, well, why not with me? But you're mm-hmm. very vocal that like you plan shit. <laughs> People reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I reach out to very few people. I'm saying like people like Archie, people like um, Hermione, uh, people like Sweet Pea. Like they're all clearly Sweet introverts Pea. that like need yeah, to be reached out to. Yeah, you can't blame Sweet Pea. He's but a Sweet I'm not. Pea. I'm no, not. no, I know, I know. That's you're saying, saying like, exactly yeah. that. Yeah. But like, I'm saying like, you know, California. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, if someone, like, let's say Jelly Bean... Yeah. ...didn't reach out to you, and you always reached out to them, well, then you start raising eyebrows. I agree. Because they're so sociable, like, why Why not wouldn't they? Maybe it's just because your relationship's been predicated on only you reaching out. Yeah. But, yeah, but exactly. I mean, that's, 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 that's the only kind of things that make people insecure. It's yeah. like, well, you organize so much stuff, why not with me? Mm-hmm. So I really tried to work on avoiding that kind of situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And realizing when I feel a little bit exhausted, a little bit like strained by it, taking a step back because I am blessed to have this big friend group that we talk about on the podcast and a couple friends outside of it that are like lifelong friends. That, that you know what? If someone's not going to put in the work to get to know me and they don't like prioritize knowing me in their life, then that, that's fine. And they can they can fall to the wayside from being friends to being, like, acquaintances. casual friends to, like, acquaintances. Yeah. Like, they can fall down that list, and then it's not resentment. It's not that they don't like me anymore. It's no, just it's they didn't just... prioritize me, so why should I prioritize them exactly. kind of thing. And I think we're, like... And accepting that. We're blessed to be able to do that because we have, uh, like, we've reached the friend cap, this theoretical friend cap. Because it's just like, you don't have enough time to deal with that bullshit. Like, you have enough people to talk to. Like, if you're prioritizing them, it means you're not prioritizing other people because you only have so much time. Yeah. At least I'm very busy. Like, even even in a different city where I don't know anyone, like, I'm very busy socially online and doing stuff during the days. Like, just not a lot of time. Hmm. Yeah. I agree. Good. So, uh, <laughs> some of these took maybe a little longer than I had, than I had planned, uh, poor planning on my part. Uh, so I think I'm going to jump into the case study because I want to make sure we do this in case, you know, maybe we run a little long. Um, we need paper and I just realized we don't have paper in the podcast. So we found some paper and pencil. Yeah. So I, I think where we left off was finding some paper and pencils. We've done that. Um, so I have a case study for you boys. Uh, I think I mentioned this to Jughead, kind of what my idea for, maybe not a competition, maybe we can work together, it's not that serious. Um, but I'm going to give you a friend group event yep. that you have to plan. I'm going to give you, I'm going to paint you a picture, give you a scenario, give you some constraints, and, you know, I don't know how balanced this is, uh... But I want you to kind of, uh, you know, just create the most optimal event you can with the information that I'm giving you. Okay. So let's just, we can just jump into it and see how we feel about some of what I've written down. It's a little uh, convoluted. All right. So you are tasked with planning a friend group get together for a maximum number of 10 people. Here is the list of available people. So here are the people that are uh, that you can choose from. They are Jughead, Veronica, Archie, <laughs> heavy scribbling, uh, Tony, Cheryl, Hiram, Hermione, Dilton. Gecko, Reggie, mm-hmm. Reggie, Jellybean, the Gargoyle King, 
sweet pea and pop. Okay. You have two choices of location, house A and house B. Also, not all of, this is loosely based on our actual friend group. Well, it's mostly based on our actual friend group, but don't take every detail to be exact. I had to change a few things to make it work. Um, but you have two choices of location, house A or house B. House A can accommodate the entire group. So remember, you're maximum of 10 people. So house A can accommodate all 10 people, but is far away from the city center and has a pet. Is the, pet, is, the pet, pet. is the pet a snake? The pet is a hairy pet. Hairy Damn, pet. not a snake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Snake girls love that shit. True. Can we get like a definition of outside the city center? Like still accessible by public transit? You'll... Okay. Let's Sorry. wait a little bit. I'll but wait. you, yes, qu wait. questions will be... I will be open to questions uh, towards the end. House B is very central to the city, but can only accommodate eight of the ten people. So cap capped at eight for this one house a is available on both friday and saturday nights whereas house b is only available on friday night because house house a is more remote bus service to its area stops running earlier meaning that most of the guests will want to leave the party before midnight because they'll want to catch their bus, they're more remote from the city, bus stops running, they gotta get in there before it fully stops. Uh, so that'll be before midnight. So that party will probably, for most people, end before midnight. Bus service to House B, to House B's area, on the other hand, is very frequent because they're so central. And due to its central location, the guest trips home would be fairly short and convenient, so they can stay out late, as, as late as they want. So those are uh, some of the constraints with the locations. Now on to the people. So Dilton, <laughs> this is a lot of information. Dilton is working very early on Saturday. You really enjoyed this, huh? I spent a lot of time on this scenario <laughs> yeah, trying to make it balanced. <laughs> this balanced. Might, this <laughs> might be tough. Um, well, I mean, like, having really balanced trade-offs between everything. Please check the Twitter. We will post the instructions. We will post. <laughs> that would be funny to post this and see what they come up with. Um, Do it at home. Follow along. Yeah, follow along. Try to devise an optimal plan here. Dilton is working very early on Saturday, so he would not be able to attend on Friday, but he can come on Saturday after work. So Dilton is a no-go on Friday. He can only come on Saturday. Gecko is allergic to pets and unfortunately has no antihistamines left. Not a single pharmacy in the city is open, so he cannot come to house A, the one that's remote, the one that has a pet. Also, let's be honest, Gecko wouldn't come even if there was antihistamines. Probably not. No. He never came to my house once I got a second pet. He went to Hiram's for a little bit. And then he decided, no, not for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no pharmacies open, so. Uh, Jellybean and the Gargoyle King come together at the same time, or they don't come at all. So if you invite one, you have to invite the other. Or you, you can't invite them at all. 
Additionally, the Gargoyle King works late shifts both nights. So both Friday and Saturday. So he would not, he would be able to arrive at 11 p.m. at the earliest. That's the earliest he could get to the party is 11 p.m. And Jellybean comes with that. They have to come at the same time or they don't come at all. Pop has a car and can drive up to four people home because he does not drink. So he has a car, he doesn't drink, and he can drive four people home. Is that four the... others or including himself? Four others, yeah. Veronica is only willing to come to, the, to house A, the one that's far away, if she can get a ride home because she is cold and lazy. Truth. But she would not want to be driven home without Archie. She wouldn't leave the party without Archie. So if she's being driven home, Archie has to be in the car. There's a lot. To numb herself, Veronica will drink heavily if Gecko comes to the party. So if you want Veronica to drink a lot that night, you have to invite Gecko. Because that's the only way to get her to numb herself from the pain. <laughs> Archie does not want to come if Sweet Pea doesn't come. So if you don't invite Sweet Pea, you don't invite Archie. That doesn't mean that if you invite Sweet Pea, you have to invite Archie. But yeah. Sweet Pea will only be in the country for this weekend. They're only in the country for this weekend. So maybe you should prioritize spending time with them since we see them very rarely. Tony will only be in town this weekend, though they live still in the country. But they'll only be in town this weekend, but Cheryl will be in town for an extra week after. Take that as you will. Well, I hope I prioritize myself. Well, I mean, you're only in town for this weekend. Hermione will only drink if she can be driven home. Otherwise, she will not drink. If nobody drives her home and she has to take the TTC, she will not drink. It's almost at the end. I know. Reggie would rather go to house A, the house that's far away with the pet, because it has a basketball net in the backyard. <laughs> so that's his preference. Yeah. And finally, Jughead has a date scheduled for Saturday night. Nice. But he doesn't feel a very strong connection with the lady in question after some recent texts. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Given all of this information, how would you plan this event? Can Who I ask is a on few the questions? Absolutely. Who is on the invite Did Hiram list? have a thing? Hmm? Is Hiram come? No, Hiram did not He's have a easy. Thing. Okay. That is a very good question. Okay. Technically, well, yeah. Yeah, Hiram did not. I know why he didn't, but I forgot to explicitly say it, but I knew it was too late. Hmm. Yeah, I'll say that Hiram didn't have a thing because House A is supposed to be Hiram's house, but that's not canon in this story. House B isn't supposed to be anybody's house specifically. I have a question about the event. Mm -hmm. Is it a 
special event or is it a people are in town bland party like a like a nothing special about it's not new year's it's not halloween it's not a special date it's just a get together and it just is happening because we haven't had one in a while let's say right yeah i mean it's only a maximum of 10 people so it's not a huge huge thing Mm -hmm. but yeah there's no special date no new year's no like Halloween, no Christmas, or whatever else. So do we even want to do this where we kind of go on the fly, and we talk back and forth? Or do we want to take a pause, think of our answer, and then present? What do you think? I think I could maybe plan on the fly. Okay. Why don't... I I think you guys can work collaboratively. I'm already writing my answer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe you guys might want to work collaboratively, just because of how much information there kind of is. Um, But... No, yeah. I mean, it's pretty... Organize itself a little in the sense no. that, like, there's clearly just has to be two events, and I'm not inviting him to one of them. Jughead, you're not invited to one of them. You're only planning one event. Why? That Well, that's the question. You're trying to plan the optimal event. There's one party happening this weekend. Yeah. So like, that, that's, of course... That's an optimal. Like... <laughs> well, yes, but... Jughead doesn't care about... Like, clearly, like... Um, but for the purpose... Sweet Pea needs to be organized with, and Jughead doesn't care about Sweet Pea, but Jughead wants to be included, so you just have... Okay, fine. I'll, I'll organize one. But... All right. Well, I just mean this weekend there will only be one event. Okay. So later you can plan another one with the rest of the people, but right now there's only one, That's and you need then. to take these constraints into account. All right. Can I talk through my thought process a little yes, bit? Yes, okay. absolutely. That I wish you know we want to discuss. Right. So Minus my initial two. thing is the ten people mm-hmm. over the eight people. Okay. Just more people. Right. And mm-hmm. there are certain buttons that you can push to extend the number of people, like. Because uh, the main restraint, the main downside of House A is people leave early. Yes, right? people leave. leave. You get well. ten, but people leave before midnight. Right. Or so, ar- like at. But there are certain things like the car that would extend certain people's mm-hmm. stay. No, you all still have to leave by midnight. Well, not all, most. Not the people in the car. They still have to leave. They still leave. By ten, twelve. Yeah. Oh no, a- the people in the car. Sorry, no, the yeah, people in the a- car don't. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So those, that's why I said so, most people. So let's say like six have to leave. Six. So five people fit in the car, including the driver. Right. But like, so let, five people would, would have you, to leave. How many people do you think? Except the host. So I guess four. Four? Not well, using the car. So no, using the car, four would have to leave. Yes. If I don't use the car, how many people would have to leave at 12, would you say? Like six uh, or seven? Five. Because, yeah. Well, um, five. Because. Pop. Uh, um, the. The pop plus the uh, pop plus he can drive four, so that means half the people. And then if we assume, uh, if we assume uh, that it is uh, Hiram's house, who was it? Yeah, What's I mean you name? don't. You shouldn't assume that. That's why okay. I didn't write. Okay. It. So, but but if we assume there, one there person host, host, if we assume right? there is a host, mm-hmm. that means that six that people have ballot can stay past like midnight. Because one is living in the house. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there is... And but no, would... but it would still be five. Right. Yeah, and then there's five people who can leave. Yeah, five people can leave. And one is hosting, which is six. Oh, yeah, true. Good. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, that's what we said. So four people so would four have people to four people would leave. have to leave. Yeah. If there is no driver, like if uh, Pop is not invited to this one and there's no driver, I'm going to say that seven people have to leave. Like there's a few that even so will pay for the stay. Uber or they yeah. do that. But three the... would stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I had that as a yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I thought about my that. okay. That's so my initial thought is I'm gonna try and make the ten people thing work most. Okay, because even if you view that as pure like entertainment hours, mm-hmm. adding those two people even with the time constraints mm-hmm. adds more entertainment hours overall. Okay, because more let's, let's say it starts at eight, 
because we usually start things earlier. Sure. Eight to twelve, that's four hours, so... And, uh, well, maybe depends on how late it goes. But I'm saying if you add two more people, that's at least hours added All right. of fun. I got the optimal solution. Everyone's happy, except for um, Gecko. Gecko's miserable, but that's okay. Okay. Listen. I'll you, listen, I'll listen. You, you do right. an all-day thing, right? No, no, what? You do an all-day well, thing. Well, it can't be all-day if it's it, Friday. It, it, it's, it's no, it has day. to be Saturday. And it has to be at House A. Okay. House A, you have the perfect excuse. Gecko can't come. There's a pet. Easy out. Gecko He's gone. Gecko, Gecko's killed. Fun fact, there's in fact three people who have to leave early on Saturday. One of them is Jughead. He has a date. Goodbye. One of them, fun fact, um, uh, the Gargoyle King has to leave with his girlfriend, but Gargoyle King also works nights, so he has to leave. No, 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 no. He works a late shift both nights, so he arrives at 11. He does yeah, not leave at 11. What time does he leave? No, no, no. When does no. the shift start? Like his, no, his shift is happening from like 5 p.m. to 11 yes. p.m. Yes, okay, so, he's, so he, he leaves arrives. at 5, so gone. Well, you start this thing at like 12. No, 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 no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I, You're so okay, short-sighted. <laughs> oh my okay. god. The earliest it, you no, can no, start... No, the numbers work so perfectly. You just started at 12 on you Saturday. You cannot start that early. The only... Okay, the oh earliest you can start it is Outrageous. at 6 p.m. Okay. You're going a little off the rails. 6 p.m. is I the I love this. You, you just don't think out of the... This is why you're not planning. I mean, I, I thought of everything I, except for that. This is where... <laughs> that I didn't think in all day... Like, we don't do that. I'm trying to simulate a more realistic... Are you telling me... That well, Jughead won't start as then. early as possible. Yeah, we will. I mean, today, as we, I can get away I, today yeah. we hung out. I mean, yeah. We would, I just want to point I'm out, talking about a more you, gave, normal thing. you gave us 14 people, yes. three of which have to leave early. Mm. Which, and if you, if you take out Gecko, that's 13 people, three leaving early and three have to come late. Okay. It's no. the perfect solution. All right. So back on the like okay. normal street, <laughs> normal street pop Yes, I please. I, more normal event. I'm leaning towards 10 people, obviously, because okay. I use the time explanation. Okay. Of uh, time added. So um, house A. And people I can immediately cut, I'm immediately cutting um, Jelly Bean and Gogo King. Yeah. Because the explanation is quite simple for why they can't. They if they arrive at 11 p.m., well, unless you get them in the car. I assume you're also cutting. I still think that's a big chunk of the party missed. No. Yeah, they're cut. I think they're, so. I think they, they're they cut. Have, it's think, very late. It's one of those things like, it'd be nice if you could come, but I'm, unfortunately you work Too bad. Okay. So... They're already cut, so if I'm cutting them, mm-hmm. then I only have to cut two more people. Okay. Gecko can't come. Gecko can't come. It's and the Gecko's free cut. cut, so that's another free cut. It's because it's it's not just about when you're planning. It's like also if there's a number constraint, you, you want to cut cuts. the people where it's an easy logical cut. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like you plan it for when they're busy. Dogs kill you. Gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're very late to this thing. Gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm cutting. Yeah, Gecko gets cut. God, I hate that it only has to start at 6. That kills so much creativity. Really (laughs) clamp it on my vibe. Sorry. I should have thought that maybe Uh, we could just... You want an easy cut? Weeks at a time. Cut Veronica. (laughs) I think... We're just fucking out. I think Sweet Pea has to be there because it's a weekend only. So he he is the star of the show. So he's locked in for sure. But I'm also... He's coming from outside the country. Yeah, and then Pop is offering the uh, time extension... Which is a major argument for like why did the ten people to begin with? So he has to be locked. Are in you as just well. looking for who's the last person to be cut? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm just going from like most worthy to be there. I don't think there's any problems 
Well, is it Saturday or Friday? Oh, but then you have to choose between me or... I, I think is it's it a, Saturday or Friday. Yeah, it's Saturday or Friday. Because I'm, if it's I'm Saturday, the, I would put I'm, it Saturday and cut you. Why is that? Over because you have a date. So you have a date. Um, so so like you're cutting else? me because of the date because that's something uh, that's a social game I chose to do. Whereas, yeah. oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm no, I'm like, saying I'm saying a few other yeah. from from uh, Tony's perspective. Mm-hmm. But Dilton has work and that's more out of his control. Uh, so you're leaning towards him. Yeah, but also because I just like things on Saturday more, so I'd probably lean towards Saturday. Okay. Um, I also just think if it's Saturday, there's more likely you're not going to run into issues of, like... Like, you have to keep in mind, House A is far away, and so if people, like, finish work at fri- 5 on Friday, they're, you're ca- your party's starting they're at 7 or 8 kind of thing, especially because, yeah. you know, people get lazy. Um, it's more just the date than the thing. But, yeah. I mean, all, so, honestly, I would personally... Just start it earlier and then have people leave. Like if someone has to like, like offer the like invite them and then expect them not to come up. I guess in theory you could. I thought yeah okay. I <laughs> okay. I I think I see how you're addressing this very rationally. Yeah. But I threw in some more irrational elements. As no, well. no, that's good. Like if you wanted Veronica, like because sometimes Jughead cares about. Well, I do too. But yeah. we care about how much people are gonna kind of like go all out that night. So if yeah. you want Veronica to go all out, then Gecko has to come. Yeah, if we're yeah. using our existing personalities as these characters... You are. Then I don't care a whole lot about Hermione drinking. No. Because... Well, she'll only drink if she can be driven home. Right. Which is, if Pop but is But every time she possible. drinks, she doesn't go home. <laughs> That's true. Uh, no, I meant more from the standpoint, like, there's no guarantee that she drinks. Are you guaranteeing me she drinks? Yeah. Is it like... She'll drink if she is can it be driven. drunk Hermione that night? Yeah. Or is it like... like a guaranteed drunk Hermione? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is, kind of it, is it drunk was, Hermione yeah. or is it blackout Hermione? Because I, I do... Not blackout. I mean, that only happened once. Twice. And there's but, no sleepovers, right? No sleepovers. No. Um, not in this world. To be honest, if this is the real world, I would honestly host two things or organize two things no, with different sets of people. I know, but if you do two things, then you can... Then there, there's no point to the trade-offs I created. Exactly. Okay, well, that's not the exercise. But also just because more so... I just want to give something up so you can get something. I know. I'm saying this because I see there's two kind of groups here of people who you can surround who are close to sleepy, people who are not. And I think there's a very clear divide with that. Like, if this was real life. Right, but we're also adding a like a blank person to this. We're not necessarily full Again, I'm saying... I just want to make that disclaimer. I understand the, like, thing. I just want to say, like, if it was IRL, Sweet Pea... Is the start of the show, and you can organize it. You can like start that as the lead. So basically, yeah, what day I choose, cut someone, and then we're good, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, but also who's being driven home, and then due to the alcohol consumption, what kind of vibe will this party be? Wait, I have 11. Yeah, well, depends what... Is it just, like, go there and drink, or are we organizing, like, an event there? Well, like, is it a movie know, we'll night? Some... Are we playing board games? I purposely smash? left that open to, like, if you want to suggest what it would be, so as yeah. to leave some people out or not. Well, that's I didn't the want thing to leave too. it too much. Right now, I want to do the easy cuts, but then then you're left with the 10 people, and you have to decide what kind of event yeah. that would turn into, right, from there. Right, like, what's the vibe of that? What, it, what, what comes On... of that? Well, right now, already, we have non-drinkers... 
Well, the, already it's centered around a non-drinker. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I probably want to do that. And Pop is a non-drinker as well. Yeah. Right. So already we have. And he a, has to be especially now because he has. To already drive. we have a lower drinking vibe. Yeah. And Jughead is one of the bigger drinkers in the friend group. And on top of that, on top of that, so I'm um, leaning towards cutting. Myself. Hiram's Hiram's not coming, which means Veronica's not drinking too. Well, why is Hiram not coming? Because pet. If it's the Saturday house, because we're doing ten people. Am I getting the name wrong? Did you wrong? mean Gecko? Gecko, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, Gecko's not coming, which means Veronica's not drinking. Cut. Yeah, it, which means... No, well, it means I'm not drinking heavily. Like, I won't be, like, you know, a fun She's drunk She's not drinking. Veronica. I will drink very... Yeah. To the point where Jughead is upset because I'm not visiting. Yeah. Like, but that's... Okay, that's a bit <laughs> But you get my point. But that's... <laughs> that's... Uh, it's sober. But we've already established it's more of a sober event, so I yeah. care less about Veronica not drinking. That's what I'm pointing so at. So I'm going to cut me. Also, on top of that... Oh, um, selfless boy. Um, well, no, because I'm I'm yeah, planning from the perspective that Archie it's also, not me planning. Like yeah. I'm no, not yeah, it's like a, it's a, a, a bibbling god. Yes, yeah, Archie's yes. Archie's also not drinking. Yeah, and Archie yeah, also Archie doesn't does drink. drink. Half the party's not drinking. Yeah, so uh, I might be spiteful and just not put Veronica and Archie in the car, though. I don't know why. Just you, you can't not do that because then I wouldn't come to the to house A. Oh, you wouldn't. She yeah. Needs, uh, so then, in the car, we have. I ha- If I go to house A, I have. I to I think be you explicitly home. exclude. Um, and I also won't go home if Archie doesn't ex- come. You explicitly exclude her mind, because she needs a drive. She'll drink if there's a ride home, so she she has to walk. You should have to take a shot for that. Oh wait! Oh no, that says never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to write it, and I did. How much? Um, how much am I? <laughs> <laughs> I've only used real names. Wait, here. but I said the fake names. <laughs> I wrote the real ones. That's hilarious. Uh, so and then, who else is in the car? Well, Hermione is already not drinking. Right. Well, it's already sorry. You don't want her. Drinking. It's not. It's already not really a drinking yeah, event. Right. So actually, she would stand out like a sore thumb if weirdly yeah. this event she, she started drinking. drinking. Okay. So I don't care about her being. I would put myself okay. in the car. Are you just being selfish about that? Yeah. Okay. I'm organizing it. I'll put it myself in the car. Um, there's a chance Dilton gets picked up. Yeah, it's high how chance. much do I? How much can I account for that? We mean picked up. But oh no, 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 not. He hasn't been picked up in a little bit. No. Um, honestly, but he also doesn't. I wasn't accounting for that. He no. doesn't get put in the car because he also doesn't mind leaving earlier on things occasionally. Yeah. He doesn't. He's not one of the late. Personally, stairs. I actually would go from the different direction. Right now, we know that because. Veronica is kind of lazy. She needs to be in the car and because be Archie is lives with her. Yeah, he, he lives in the car. Because that's stupid. Yeah. I wouldn't honestly. I personally, would, I, would I personally would do it. Anyone who's on the way gets priority. So like mm-hmm. that, for okay. example, would remove um, Hiram, for example, because he's not on the way. And well, in that case, house. it would be okay. his house. Yeah, but like. But we yeah. shouldn't assume that. But yeah. But you know, like, I yeah, anyone who lives like. The opposite direction. But or you know like it's his house because I say it has pets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like. And it's far away from the city center. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I did try to make it his Like, house. You I'm know, trying to do something. I based the house B more around. Uh, more around Jughead. Mm. Uh, but not. But it, something that still could accommodate eight people, which I don't think yeah. that that's the case, but just based on Jughead's. Yeah, yeah if I was going to go a house B approach, I would just but do a full drinking yours. degeneracy, probably. It mm. was inspired by yours. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the... it's. There's two types of events that I was imagining, kind of. Yeah. yeah I, like, I'm like. i having a tough time of who to put in But the it's car. like, what would you... Well, no, never mind. Here's what you do. Here's the easy solution. Anyone who drinks gets a car. 
That's not quite okay. No. So I, here, I, would here, put, I, I, would, I would not do sleep pee. Oh, Cheryl's coming. So who's getting cut? There's one more person. Me. Oh, you cut yourself, right? Yeah. So this is my car theory. The people who don't drink has a high correlation of people who also leave earlier at parties, generally speaking. Sure. Right. So what I created was a car of people that would drink the Jug. moment everyone else leaves. Jug or is, increase the drinking. Judd has a hierarchy of So, Archie hasn't been in the car, but he doesn't drink. But, Reggie drinks a lot. Cheryl, uh, parties, drinks a lot. Uh, and then Veronica might drink more if there's more of a drinking vibe when the non-drinkers leave around 12. So we could have like a 12 to 2 or 12 to 3 period in which it gets a little rowdy. Yeah. At, probably, at this more chill and that would probably happen a little more naturally I don't want to throw a wrench into this because it's very complicated so I didn't I, there's no like right answer obviously mm-hmm. like we're just kind of but look at those four people that you've listed here plus Pop who's the driver plus the host which of house A which in this case would be Hiram mm-hmm. what kind of vibe would these people stay late though Hiram plus those people plus Pop is that a See, vibe I feel like we're underestimating what are the they fact even that- doing Hiram will go to sleep. Well, At his own house? Imagine he doesn't, though. If it's his no, own house. He can stay up late. Yeah. Like, what kind, of, like, what kind of vibe is that, though? Uh, it's definitely not the closest of friends. Like, there's no, like, mm-hmm. besties in that list or whatever. Right. But what if what if we add the fact but I do that think it's... Cheryl will walk home at any time? <laughs> mm. Quite far, though. I'm getting the vibe this is kind of far and not fun yeah, to walk. Yeah. You can't, and That's there's a, no bus, so there's not like you can even walk to somewhere where there's a bus. There's literally no. I'm making the joke that. No, I just think already who's cut, like cutting me. It's already gonna get harder to make a degeneracy like also, how drinking vibe. To, wait? so maybe we don't cut you. Well, what what's implying? Uh, he want he's because he's he's a ticket Try. home late. I assume yeah, he's willing to stay up late. Pop would not stay late. <laughs> Is well, like, he would for like an event. Yeah. Like if it's like, you know, you know that this is what's going to happen yeah, just yeah. tonight. To be fair, on New Year's he has stayed fairly late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just more like he can't do it if we spend a week together. He's not going to do that every night. Yeah. But if you like prep him for it. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm willing to roll the dice that that would be a fun group. Yeah, that might drink more. I think it's also just like if they want to leave at 12, they can. If they don't, they don't. So, so. what is your revised plan if you can't have everyone? I don't know. Are you still... <laughs> <laughs> What a penis. Okay. I appreciate Doughead for actually following the exercise. Um, no, I think Doughead. Really, like, I, like, I was, I was, I agree. Doughead. Totally. What? It's two. It's two. Oh, we Tony. can't, we can't do this to Tony. We can't Tony. do this to Tony. Tony. We can't. You've had that all on your own. You've drank that entire Malibu. It's not. Tony. No. Tony. Tony. Oh my god. Um, We've been so good. So many podcasts in the world. You've come in out of nowhere and just... I think you've been worse been than a... Jughead in episode zero. I'm amazing. Because that one was like four hours of recording. Also, it was like our first time like getting even used also, to it. Well, I guess it is. Also, is Tony a girl in that show? Yes. yes. Okay, that's but, that's cool. but her name is Tony. Like, well, it is Antoinette, but like they do call her Tony. Everyone calls her Tony. Everyone. I'm just going to sip on this for the next little bit. That's fine. That's fine. Mm. It's... Um, that's good. Shit. It's like 
I had what a, does that move? a huge move? moment of panic just now where I was convinced it was not recording. And then I checked and it was recording. Anyway. And I got really scared. Mic check? Check, check? Yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no. Check, we're, check. no we've never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're fine. And we're right. back. So, That's good. Yeah, I mean, there's no right answer. I like, no I, right like answer. What, I, just, I like your reasoning. I went for, yeah. I think... I, I don't honestly care too much about the car thing. I think it's kind of like a first come, first serve. Like... Like, Pop will make it aware, and then... Yeah, it's more like the car enables some people to drink more, so if you wanted to do a more drinky event, Mm -hmm. then that would have enabled you to... Like, it would have enabled me to drink if I was getting it. Yeah, it's just an interesting constraint, because the driver himself is not a drinker, and you have to have... Yeah, but I mean, it's not like... Archie comes to a lot of events, he doesn't drink. We still have drinking events. Like, I still think you could have created a really good... A person in the smaller house drinking event where Gecko would have been there, um, uh, I would have been there, and then Hermione would have been there, honestly, and she would have drank, and it would have been like a full on, like, degenerate. Yeah, but honestly, like, it was definitely in order to do the smaller thing, I actually went the opposite direction because, like, I think that the fact that sweet pea is in the country is so rare. But that's why I make it actually a non-drinking thing, and I I would invite. But that's why that was my that was my starting point. That was what determined. Yeah, Yeah. it's because like often there's a reason a party is happening for whatever reason. Yeah, and this reason was. Uh, Sweet Pea's back in town. But I yeah. think Sweet Pea would have come, would come to an event like that. I mean, mm-hmm. we had the Archie's backyard kind of thing. We drank. We yeah. literally did drinking competition, and he came. So no, no. I didn't see it as like a full stop. I like, we can still. I don't view the non-drinkers as like they don't they don't stop the drinking. They're not but, buzzkills at all. But I'm saying you're starting the trend of like yeah. non-drinkers, yeah, so you yeah. might as well just lean into that. I definitely also, tried to make it like one would has a lot of people in favor yeah. of like not really drinking and others and also more. by by more hap stands i think the people who are less close to sleepy are hap stands to be drinkers Who's and they sleepy? are most sweet oh sweet pea yeah sweet pea yeah sweet pea would hap stance would be like less like for example like Hiram's not very close to sweet pea so yeah, yeah but, probably be more but the event is 10 the, people i'm saying for the eight person house yeah so if i was doing the eight person house i think i would even go even more for like less drinking. That's fair, but Archie's backyard thing. Hiram was there. I'm not, was yeah, there. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying the people who would be cut most likely would be drinkers, and if we're already starting with a high drinker volume, yeah. I agree. Then like if you cut two more drinkers, then it's like, well, six people don't drink and two people do. I like that you considered everything that I wanted you to consider. Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> I like your create. Well, but I I actually left a lot of room for creativity. I just. I didn't think you would interpret it as it could be a one-day event. Or, sorry, a full-day event. You want, you want the then you could have solution? just said it could have been a one-week have... event. Then it's like, okay. You want, you want the true solution is? You, you, have, can... you have both events at the same time, and then you have Pop driving between the two. Our taxi driver. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, I realized I kind of fucked up. No. I need to Google some trivia real quick. Oh, well, I actually did it, but it was going to be for you, too. Oh, okay. Did you make it easy? Yeah, but, I mean, easy for me, but I don't know how easy it is for somebody that doesn't And we're back. No, we were always here. We We haven't left. Check, check. You're supposed to just continue the itinerary there. I'm trying to say, like, Mm. just go on. And we're back. And now to a question from our audience. Oh, lovely. Very appreciative, as always. um, Because they reached out to our Gmail or our Twitter. Yes. Uh, yeah, so this is from I want to break furry. I want I want to I break, break free, free, but furry. The word is actually furry. I want to. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to break free. Um, and they ask, 
My friend invited me to an event, and though I really appreciate the invite, I don't want to go. It's not a special occasion or an event that depends on me in any way, so I would rather just stay home and enjoy a peaceful night in. There's no other reason I can't attend. I don't want to hurt my friend's feelings, so what should I do? Should I make up some excuse to get out of it, or should I be honest? How do you let down a planner gently? Well, have you already agreed to go in this situation? No. You have not said anything yet. And you say... But you don't want to go. But there's no reason you can't go. But, but there is a reason, and the reason is you're tired. No, the reason is you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, or whatever, you just don't want to go. That's the mm. reason itself. Say How no. do you let them know... And it's an event that, you know, maybe you would have gone to at other times. It's not like it's an event that you shouldn't even come to. Like, it, yeah, but like you like, naturally like would be a fit in the event. You just don't want to go. How do you let them know without having an excuse? It's not tired. I don't want to go. Sorry. Can I answer? I'm going to answer in the way I would want. Yeah. If I'm I mean, the planet. Yeah, of course. If I'm the planet. Yeah. I would make a white lie about why you can't go a week ahead in time so that the person knows you're out of the mix and you plan about them. Because let's say if there's someone I want to be there Mm -hmm. and they're like, I'm not really feeling it this weekend. Like, were they really honest with me? Mm -hmm. Then I'd be like, oh, well, maybe see what it is like the day of or like maybe like, you know, like I would Mm -hmm. like come up reasons about why they maybe could like get shoehorned in or like only come for like early and just leave early or whatever. I would like, I'd be like want to be inclusive that way. So if you tell me a white lie about why you can't go, you're doing actually me a benefit because I'm not going to try and make you go. And then uh, secondly, uh, I can consider you out of the planning. So it's actually easier as the planner to like consider that now that you're like ruled out of it. Yeah, I kind of go for the other side where I kind of just assume when the person says something, like they know better than I. So if they say like, for example, like I have a busy week, I'm not going to be able to, like I just want to rest night that night. I'm just be like, okay. Then, but they don't say they have a busy week. They don't I'm have saying, a busy I'm saying week. if they just say they're going to be tired. They or... don't say that, though. They just don't want to go. Okay, so even saying you're tired So even a... saying you're tired is a white lie. Yeah I'm, just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if they just say I don't want to go to that, okay. As long as they give me some advanced warning and they haven't, like, already said that they're coming, hmm. I don't care. I just trust they know more than I, and I will just invite someone else. Yeah. But, but are you literally okay with the words, I don't really want to? I am. I might ask. Is it <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, well, that's the, that's the point. That's the question. I'm fine with it. I, I might ask, like, is it the event or is it just, like, the timing or stuff? Like, I might try to, like, go a little deeper of the why. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, like you know, if you might go, it's like, no, I don't like person X is coming. Or it's like, no, well, I, again. Yeah, I, I if there's an objective pay. reason, then I think those reasons are valid because no, you want to know. Or no, I'm saying yeah. if there was one of those reasons, yeah. it's valid because then it helps me plan better in the future, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or be more accommodating. But, even, but yeah. if the, if you, you just don't want to go, I think the white lie is a much better route because I think it saves both parties an unnecessary thing. Especially if there's someone who normally likes to go, yeah. but on this instance, Like if it was want... me to, I don't know, like a really simple thing, not a high-maintenance event, but like, uh, like maybe Gecko's like game night or something, and I just don't want to. I've been before with the exact same people. So I just don't want to. The condition to this though is you must do nothing that night. It's not like I can't hang out with other friends. No, because not because I already had the plan with them beforehand, but it's because I don't want to do what you're doing, but I would rather do something else with someone else. See, I think it depends on two things. 
Mm. Yeah, but that's where your lie can get caught on you. So then, yeah. then that's you can't what, lie. Yeah, I know. I'm, just, right. I'm, just, I'm, lying I'm saying if you were doing nothing, mm-hmm. just like, you, literally just well, staying home. Well, that's true because they said they want a peaceful night in. So yeah. forget what I said. But I'm saying like, they just say, have a peaceful I'm saying, night. Let's in. say they do want to go. Like again, two things. The mm-hmm. first is is that a when the person investigates why you don't want to come, if they do, mm-hmm. you're honest. If you just go like I want to play board games that night, that's fine. Whatever. If it's like, or like, I thought I've been playing board games a lot lately, I don't want to do it, or it's like, I'm tired, like, whatever the reason is, you're just honest. The second is, know your planner, right? Like, planners care about different things. Like, clearly, um, Chadwick is, or sorry, not Chadwick, um, uh, Jughead is going to care a lot more about you not wanting to go to this stuff than I will. So, be more, like, you can, you have more, like, leeway with me than him. But that's also like that's something you can probably guess if you know either yeah, of us. Yeah, definitely. Like we're not very, like we don't hide like right. planning strategies. I understand. No. Well, so the condition is you need to make a good lie. Yeah. So like the instant lie I thought if I wouldn't want to go to something just straight up, I'd be like, helping a friend of the family move. Yeah, I, mm. just, I would just go. I'm tired. Or like early the up early the next morning, I have, have to help. Them so move. you want the white lie route, yeah. Jughead, but you're not necessarily like the white. They can but just. But also like like I am an introvert at heart. And so, like, I completely mm-hmm. empathize if you're just going, I don't want to go. Yeah. And you don't have a reason. Just an idea. Usually the reason is that you don't want to go to anything. Yeah. And like she said, but even if you want, like, I'm sick of that event. We've done it a lot. That's fine, too. Like, I, I empathize with that. But Jughead is an extrovert, so that's a little harder of a sell for him. Because yeah. he, he doesn't have that, like, bar balance. Mm-hmm. But if, like, let's say, like, me or, like, uh, some other introvert people said that. I think he would understand because he, he acknowledges that we are more introvert than him. Right. And he understands that, you know, he always wants every, like, we can maximize and we don't. Mm-hmm. And we can just go, no, that's too much. <laughs> like, if, if he came to me and said, hey, do you want to come to this? And I went, doing something that day. Probably free. Going to be tough. Yeah. We'll be like, okay. I think I agree. I think it depends on the plan. But then from my perspective, I was saying. So you personally would want a white lie. Yeah. And make it a good one. Like, don't get caught easily. Right. And that's why I said you can't be doing Don't anything like else because that could media. get you caught, right? Yeah. Like if you're hanging up other... Well, first of all, if you're hanging up other people straight up, that's, that's a different issue, right? Yeah. But then you can then just say, you just I, say I had plans for this. Even if it wasn't technically done first, if yeah. it comes up and you have the potential to hang out with someone, you're like... Well, no, but just what if you made plan. the plan after? Like, Because you just don't want to do your plan. Yeah, then just Anyways, this is separate from the question. Because in this question, the person just wants a peaceful But But that's what I'm saying. Like, make it like... You well, have then to be you honest when they investigate why you don't want to come. Right. For example, if um, Gecko is like board game night, you go, I don't want to play board games. Right. And then you do something else, that's fine. Because <laughs> your reason for coming is not you don't right. want to hang out with them. I'm just wondering if that is fine. Like, if saying fine. I don't want... No, I think it is. But, you know, it can I think it's... hurt some people's feelings. Like, right. if I said I just didn't want to do the podcast one week. Like, I have no other reason. I just, I don't want to do the podcast. That's a bit different. I would be much more accepting of that than the more general thing because the podcast is a whole, like, shtick. Shtick. It's like, you got to set up, you have to be, like, on it for, like, two hours, like, discussing. We're definitely on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of intensive. It has to be, you have to be in the mood to do it. It's not, like, just hanging out with friends. It's like, podcasts I could totally see. Good to know. But, yeah, for, yeah, I'm saying white line, the scenario where it's very simple and you, like, there's a 99.9 chance that you won't get caught and you're not, right. like, disturbing anything. Okay. If you have the... Even if you have the potential that you might prefer to do other plans, I've even done that before. Where, like, I see my friend, um... Edgar? Yeah, Edgar. Yeah. 
less often than I see this friend group. Mm-hmm. So if there's a potential that he says he's free that weekend, I'm not quite sure and it's not quite nailed down, or, I'll be like, oh, I'm hanging out with Edgar, even if you, I don't know I'm hanging out with Edgar. Why don't you just group. invite Edgar to our things? Oh, that's yeah. for that's sequel podcast. for crossovers. Later. <laughs> Fun fact, I'm making arrangements myself to meet Edgar. I'm taking the matter into my own hands. Lovely. Ooh, family drama. You've taken too long. I've taken too long? Yes. Yeah. Suck a dick. I'm sucking editor's dick. Whoa. Ooh. Not okay, yeah. but also Jealousy. <laughs> you? No. No, well, probably. Oh, <laughs> yeah, true. Alright, uh... Yeah, okay. Do we have another question, or are we on to trivia? That was our only question. Good question. Thank you, um... I want to break free. I want to kill furries. Yeah. No, I want to break free. Like, from these chains, you know? Yeah. From these societal chains. Thank you, furry lover, sixty-nine, sixty-nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that brings us to our last segment, the Friends Trivia. First time I'm participating in this, I'm nervous, actually. Yeah, because uh, Veronica planned this one, she gets to bully (laughs) uh, Jughead and uh, our guest with some Friends Trivia. This is, I'm a little nervous now because I've really sold short the amount of Friends I've actually watched. Oh? Do you know how and many so I should probably get. Do you know, do you know how many friends know, I've, but... I've seen? Well, I've seen all friends. So? There's no way you could have seen I've more. I've seen the funny clip ones of but always sunny spoof on friends. Oh? Ooh, I've probably seen every episode twice on average. Of nice. always sunny. Of friends. Of both. What? <laughs> wait a minute. Revelations on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, wait, the then you'll song, probably know these. If you played the theme song for Friends, I don't know if I'd be able to name Friends. <laughs> this is the one-time clap, Charlotte. That's the front. Okay. Really? No one told you life was gonna be this way. Oh, that's the Friends theme song? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, cool. You learned something today. Well, let's get ready for our first question. I'm okay. sure you're extremely prepared. Who, or uh, I'll phrase it slightly differently just to make it more clear. Phoebe. No. What is the name of Joey's agent? Stacy. No, oh no. Let me know when you log in your final answer. No. Chandler. Wasn't it his ex? Oh no, was it Chandler's ex? No. Am I completely off base here? Yes. The answer is yes. It was? No, you are completely off base. Okay. Uh, then, um... Um, is it a really Jewish sounding name, or is it a really Italian sounding name? There's only one. Is it one of those two things. What is an Italian Jew? What do you do? Then cross up a no. You're not gonna tell well, me. Well, for me, it's more French sounding. Though. Oh, um, Monica. So you're not no, saying the it's the agent. The agent. You're Joey's not. Agent. You're not saying Monica's... it's Chandler's ex. That's a really annoying Chandler. voice. No, I that's think, Janice. I think you don't understand how little I know. I think, that. yeah. I, that's I, I'm going to have to give up on this one. You're saying Agent like Monica's a character. It is. Okay. Yes, Monica is one of the main six. How am I supposed to know that? Well, I mean, okay, I mean, that's a bit I feel like you might know Monica. I don't know. Anyways, her name was Estelle. Oh, Estelle. How so close. Mm-hmm. And she does come up quite a bit, so I thought, I didn't think it was too hard of a question, but... It, it might just be kind of something you forget. Um, and our second question, we usually only do two, so I won't bully you too much. 
Uh, what song makes Ross and Rachel's daughter, Emma, laugh for the first time? So there's a whole episode centered around uh, their baby daughter. What's going on for not blogs? I don't think I even saw an episode of her daughter. That daughter in it. You said you watched every episode? Oh, I watched whatever the rerun channel showed me. Which is not always... They don't always buy all the rights to all the seasons. So I will say that. I think it was on Tea Tree TV or something. Or Omni or something. Yeah, no, I'm going, what's going on for non-blondes? Uh, is it... Can I get a clue? Is it a bit naughty? Is it? Is the song naughty? It is a little bit naughty, yes. That's right. Well, that's, that's just guessing sitcom equation humor. Of, she probably laughed at a naughty song. I'm going to go Too Sexy for My Shirt. Ooh. Well, <laughs> okay. Too sexy for Is that a too shirt. recent of a song? Consider that Friends started in yeah, 1984 and ended in 2004. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that came out early 2000s. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Only, it's early 2000s. It was I know like, it's wrong, but it, is it, wrong, it would be a good one. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in that spirit, for sure. Any guesses? I of lost my That makes your laugh? What was it? I said it like three times. Oh, sorry. I, I wasn't listening. What's going on by the four non-bones? Oh, No. Uh, it is What's Sir Mixelot's Baby Got Back. Oh, okay. Yeah. She laughs at it. She thinks it's funny. Um, and then, let me guess, at the end of the episode, she's actually laughing at something not the song, but something they do explicitly on the song. No, because we just hear the song. We don't, like, see anything. We just hear... Well, we don't even hear the song. We hear Rachel and Ross sing her the song, and, and then she likes it. How does the song go? Baby yeah. got back. I don't know. I forget, I but I, I know it. if you start it, I know it. But you need to start it. I can't. Yeah. You haven't started. Give me a third it. question. No, no, that's it. Oh, you uh, want a third? Well, I could. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. We've never done that before. We're going outside of the the realm of what I'm we do. Over two so far. It's embarrassing. I want to stop the bleeding. Me too. <sighs> Yeah. Right, now you have to drink a shot. We drink almost all this. Yeah, I think we were. Uh oh. Uh oh. No way. We we have some other rum now, so it's fine. Uh, oh. Yeah, maybe just to wrap up um, our show tonight, we we actually didn't touch on it as much as I thought we would for examples, but tonight we are having a Decades party, very cute. which is very exciting, um, Jughead's idea. So it's everyone comes dressed, well, two people per decade from the 1900s on. Yeah, but he forgot that the 1930s is a thing. That's a little bit of a sad decade. <laughs> Uh, well, it's mixed because the rich were very rich during the 1930s, so they had their own little style and culture going on. So Isn't The Great Gatsby the 30s? I don't know. Who else, doing, who else is doing the 30s, then? I don't know. I mean, we don't have enough people to fill up two every of every decade. So. That would be so a 20-person party. Just me being 22. a poor boy in the Depression. Mm. Nice. And I'm dressed like I'm from Greece Lightning. Or Greece. Fun fact, that's how he dresses normally. Kind mm. of. <laughs> Sometimes. I am from 2000 to 2010, and that is... That's how she dresses normally. Not no. really. But uh, that is... I took a lot of inspiration from Ashley Tisdale and her outfits, the early 2000s outfits, which look... Nice. It's a high school musical? High school musical Ashley Tisdale, but not... Um, <sighs> Not not in High School Musical, but thanks to Word to the Red Carpet. You'll see oh. it a lot. There's a lot that the kind of theme. You'll know it. I think you'll know it when okay. you see it. And we have some fun things. We have a like uh, a famous people of the 1900s improv game. Mm, we were playing some Twister like that. for the 
That's new I don't know when it came out. When did Twisted come out? I think it was like a big Ooh. 80s game, maybe? Please, mm-hmm. please remember to follow um, Veronica and Quickly, Jughead everybody. at Twitter. And we'll post all the pictures. For live updates. Oh, yeah, that'll be cute. And then would we have a bunch of mixed drinks. Came out in sixty six. Sixty six. Look at that. No way. I think Monopoly's older. I think it was probably a gateway. It was probably a gateway game to key parties. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that it's probably bullshit. Gateway game to awkward relations. I can't say that we won't be engaging in a key party. I can. Mm -hmm. You can't. Monopoly is 35, by the way. That's what I thought. Because poor people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And capitalism. Mm-hmm. Anti-capitalism. It was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> and then it wasn't. It really was not. <laughs> it did not work. Capitalism. Monetized anti-capitalism. But yeah, that's kind of, that's a wrap. Nice. Yeah, well, thank you so much for listening. Veronica? Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. And Tony being on, who we have an episode for you then. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We will continue part two of the kind of planning and then, you know, kind of moving on to hosting and what that looks like next week. Next week. Uh, Or next uh, Fortnite, not next week. The Fortnite podcast. I'm I'm lying to you. We are a Fortnite podcast. Um, Do I get to show? Yeah, tune. Hmm? Who do you want to shout out? Um, make sure I download my app. It will be coming out in a few weeks. And uh, my competitive podcast. Who needs friends? Look, who needs friends like these when you have enemies? Right. 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 You think I'm joking, but I'm actually doing both of those. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye, friends. Au revoir. Like these. Oh. Oh no. Oh woo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I <have this> <laughs>